Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. I'm Dan. I'm live here with Big Cass. It's it's beautiful, Cass. I'm taking it all in. We have. NFL Network on right now, preseason games, Giants-Patriots. It's it's nothing special. Trey Nixon looks really good for the Patriots. Um, and we got NFL Network has a giant slate on Saturday, four games in a row all day. It's it's kind of like a mini week zero, in my opinion. It's beautiful. But Bengals-Browns play tomorrow. They do. It's going to be a great game. Cass. Uh, football is officially here. I feel like it, we're, we're moving now with training camp, you know, in the middle of training camp, it's the dog days of summer, but we're almost out of there. It's almost fall and you're hanging you up something. I, I can't, you can't see it, but it's my high school football schedule. High school football here in the state of Ohio starts next week. I got 10 games this week, this year. Uh, I mean, a lot of great matchups. Uh, we, our network does have pick North pick central, um, on September 9th, I will not. Unfortunately, I will not be doing that game. I wish I was, but I will be doing a Division Seven game that night between Burn Union and Fairfield Christian. But yeah, we have some good teams. You know, Bishop Hartley's won some state championships. Uh, I'm doing that game against Canal uh, Week Three. Good start. High school football starts next week. NFL's preseason's going on. Week Zero is two weeks away. We were just discussing that after we. Uh, but man, it's, I mean, it's, we've made it. We've I mean, made it. It's, we're it's here, on. bro. We're here, bro. I mean, I wake up this morning to take the dog out for a walk. I, I asked my wife, I was like, what time does the Buckeyes play? Because it was, it felt like a late September crisp morning, didn't it? It did. I have a hoodie on right now. It was, it was cold. Like I had the fireplace on. It, it was a little chilly. It's been chilly and I, I'm ready, Cass. I'm ready. In fact, I have a big announcement. And this uh, dude, and this dude right here, turning heads at Saints camp. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't wait to watch him play either. My, I have a big announcement. I've completely forgot to mention this. So, I've always had, I've had this band. That I had this. I got this a week before we won the national championship in uh, 2015. Um, it's faded now. There's nothing on it, but I picked up. I, I got someone gave me a new band, an Ohio State one, a red one. Uh, I'm just saying, last time I got a new band, we won the national championship. Cass. Uh, last time we got new turf, we won a national championship. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I'm feeling good this year. I'm feeling good. I am too, man. It, it feels good because what we're hearing out of camp, the defense is, is looking pretty good. Uh, if you looked at the videos, they stuffed Mayan Williams a couple times. Uh, granted, it was twos against ones. It looked, I mean, well, twos against projected twos, right? As of right now, because that was JTT and Zach Sawyer on that defensive line against the number twos offense. I mean, a little concerning for Donovan Jackson in those highlights, though. I loved, I loved Castle. We were getting the physicality from both sides. Uh, they definitely have to clean up some things. You're absolutely right. It's week, like it's week two of the camp though there was like he like you said number 74 he did have a downfield blocking uh like a holding penalty uh on one of the Mayan Williams runs but you know both sides of the ball are showing really tough aggression I think they're taking last year personally the linebackers I thought could be a step faster um 
tackles could get off the ball a little better, I thought. But for the most part, I was really happy with just the effort, the effort. And that, I mean, that's all what it's about, effort and just grinding, and those guys are doing it. It's just the mentality that the coaches are bringing to this football team. I mean, you have Jim Knowles coming out and said, well, I thought uh, I thought Ryan Day would say it better if we were a top-five defense. I mean, that's my expectation. I mean, you want that as your defense coordinator, that expectation to put that fire in this defense that we haven't seen since 2019. A lot of people forget how good that 2019 team what defense was. I mean, all, all honesty, I think I don't think in 2019 the reason why we got screwed in the Sugar Bowl. I was th- I was talking with my dad this about this. I think the reason why we got screwed in the Sugar Bowl going to the national championship because they didn't want to see that Joe Burrow Ohio State. Uh, the Joe Burrow Ohio State uh, <laughs> match that, that could have been tough. I mean, I think just the way Joe Burrow, you know, brings himself out, and then, but honestly, I think <laughs> I think we on defense we matched up better with LSU. But think about this, Cass. If Joe Burrow cooks us in that national championship, we lose to Joe Burrow. I feel like I would rather just lose to Clemson because it's like we let that guy get away. Like I feel like the Clemson loss would have been I could honestly take that more even though we got cheated because then i know at least like we got cheated that one we just let slip through our fingers joe burrow cooked us yeah i I mean i'm i'm glad because i i call joe a lot of people got nicknames for joe burrow joe shiesty joe burr you know i call him bde big dick energy joe but (laughs) i mean i mean that's the way he is and but you know what that's what jim Knowles is bringing to this attitude of this defense he's bringing that bde attitude to this defense that we haven't seen since 2019. And yeah. I think – and just what we've been hearing, Steel Chambers and Eichenberg are really, really flashing. And by the way, how can you not have number 14 off the field? I think number 14, Ronnie Hickman. What we're, being, what we're hearing around those three guys as veteran leaders is unbelievable. And then you got the super sophomores, JTT and uh, Jack Sawyer. I mean – and you're absolutely right, Cass. And what's amazing, what's going to be amazing is their development because with the guys like that, you know they're going to be studs because they played as a true freshman. They both had made plays. Chase Young, I believe, is a freshman year, had two, two and a half sacks, uh, which is kind of like, like, like a good player. And then, like, the next year, you know, it gets an extra year of development, like, we basically have two Chase Youngs coming in. I, I mean, it's a start is what I'm saying. And we're a, we're a groin injury away in 2018 of having Nick Bosa and Chase Young on, on yeah. each side. I, this could be this could be honestly the Nick Bosa Chase Young, and then we might we we have obviously Tyleek Williams who looks agile. You see him doing the the drills that. He, that's like a Vince. That's like a Vince Wilford. How, like, how is, Vince Wilford? I mean, I know they're going to rotate guys, but how are you not going to have Tyreek Williams and Teron Vincent on the field at the same time? Like, it's yeah. going to be hard because they play the same position. That it really is. But Teron Vincent is really, really balling too. It's honestly, I mean, this defensive line. We're going to rotate guys. We already do. But I want to see somebody. We're going. To, we have two good three techniques. Tyleek Williams and Tron Vincent. Who's going to be the BB Landers type guy that's going to play inside that A gap? That's who. That's who. Probably Jerron Cage. I mean, it's going to be Jerron Cage, obviously. But BB Landers, he may not have had a lot of tackles, but the dude disrupted so much. What about uh, 
baby Hamilton. Maybe we can see baby Hamilton making some um, moves or a uh, hall. I feel like hall. I'd be a mix, but I think of hall Hamilton or cage there. I, I think it's a guy who would, who would seize that in my opinion. I, I feel like that's like almost like a little disruptor role. Cause all those guys are kind of pesky like BB when I, when I watch them play. And, and I do like the fact that, you know, offensively, the offensive line keeps getting better. I guess, you know, Justin Fry is bringing that aggression in that offensive line that we haven't had in quite some time. I mean, it's been a long time since we've had an aggressive offensive line, which could bite us in the ass at one point. But even even Yoder came out and said, boy, if that if that – if that defensive line gets that pitter, he retweeted Zach Smith's post about the, you know, Mayan Williams getting stuff. Even Yoder said, if this is the defense, if this is the deep front seven that we're going to face again in, in November, watch out. Like, I mean, even Yoder, who trolls Ohio State more than anybody I know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, you brought up the point too, like, it's an aggressive offense offensive line that's good because i usually when a team gets beat it's because their offensive line wasn't aggressive they just got like you know beaten yeah. and just m- made like a sissy and just you know they're they're, they're soft like if you, i feel like if an offensive line can continue that controlled aggression throughout an entire game you're probably gonna win or come very close because right. you're always gonna be pushing them off the ball absolutely and then of course you know we have been hearing about the secondary uh, the corners position's got some injuries. Ryan Day said he's not too worried. But I've been hearing uh, Jordan Hancock's turning head. Lathan Ransom's looking pretty good. It, we got so good many. Good as healthy. Yeah, it's good as healthy. And I've heard Josh Proctor looks pretty good, too. He and, looks mobile for sure. So it's a lot of good things to have. Uh, so, you know, later on in the show before we end, we're going to pl- play some little games. But the big news this week, we're going to switch gears here. The big news this week, the bulk of our show the TV deal. The TV deal. Crazy. This I is going to have ramifications. We're going to get screwed by some selection committee for sure because of this. But I don't. I mean, I I don't think so. But I think what Fox, NBC, and CBS did was okay. I mean, I mean, what the Big Ten did uh, basically forced the hand of Notre Dame. I, I I am psyched to be joining CBS. I just they have a great intro. I think I, they're. Le- I think they'll embrace us now that we're part of the network. I think we won't get that bias as much. Let me tell you, when I that night I told you uh, I wasn't feeling CBS. Remember that I told you that the mm-hmm. very next day I tweeted that that video where somebody edited the CBS on NBC or CC, Big Ten on CBS. As soon as somebody edited an intro, it looked I good. Told, I told you I was like, oh man, this is made. My concern is what Gary Danielson's gonna do. The dude hates the Big Ten. I think it'll be fine. I think I think he will think come Nestler, to like us. I think he will too. I mean, it's it's his job, really. It's his job to stick up for the SEC. It really is. Now their job's going to be sticking up for the Big Ten. I think we'll be surprised. I think he'll come around on us. I I know a lot of people were like, "Dude, no way." I I think he's one commentator who, if he does a couple of our games, understands the tradition, the pageantry, and actually, you know, gets to know our fan base. I think he would come around. Yeah, I, I think so too. My thing is primetime games on NBC. I do like it because I do like Sunday night football. But can we get more of an exciting announcer than Mike Tirico? Yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeesh. Like, I mean, but could NBC offer a max deal to Joel Klatt and 
Gus Johnson. See, I feel like I feel like announcers are definitely going to move now. That, that's that's what it's definitely looking like. Brad Nestler's not leaving CBS though. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. Um, I maybe, honestly, I know a lot. Maybe of they just are, get maybe they just get a different announcer. Maybe a, I mean I could see up. this too because now that now that ESPN is going to have two net two conferences, ACC and SEC. Okay. I could see a guy like I, I. I know I don't like. I don't care for the like. He's good. He's a good announcer, but it's like his mindset sometimes. I could see NBC offering a deal like they did Maria Taylor to Joe Tessitore. Joe Tessitore has that voice. I like Joe Tessitore. I don't like his aunt, I, what he said about you know, but, but that's he or he say it's, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his voice. His voice. It's his voice. Great. His, his voice, voice is great, and you could get somebody. But now it forces the hand of Notre Dame. Big Ten said, hey, we got this massive deal with the NBC. What are you going to do, Notre Dame? What I feel like what if they just get some ex-football like, player? I feel like they need to mold someone, an ex-former football player. Well, Joey, <laughs> Joey Galloway. <laughs> well, they could. They could get Joe yeah. Testatore and bring Galloway as Yeah, there you go. Or, I'm trying to think. Who can we get from Ohio State to like as our plan? Well, let, we need to do Herb listen, Street, Herb Cardale. Street, Herb, <laughs> Herb Street's doing Amazon with Thursday Night Football on NFL, but no, Herb Street's not. ESPN is not letting Herb Street walk. I'm sorry. Yeah, we need if if we could get one Buckeye to be in the booth cast, who would it be? If you could pick any Buckeye. Hmm. How about Pat McAfee and AJ Hawk? Oh, I like that. Yeah, that'd be great. That would be awesome. Okay. Joe Sessator, play by play. AJ Hawk, color analyst. Pat McAfee, sideline. Side Get it right now. NBC or something. That'd be great. Prime that'd be like, but it will be, be Maria. Electric. Honestly, it, it, your college football show will be Maria Taylor and. Some Joe Schmoes, like you know, former guys, like. But Fox, big new kickoff, man. They're gonna. These networks are gonna like big new put, kickoffs. Going to. All right, put put Maria Taylor and uh, what was his name? Bring Drew Brees the, back. Put put um put Maria Taylor in the booth with uh what's his name Drew Brees or someone, and then McAfee and AJ Hawk on the sidelines, <laughs> and then they just go to the opposite sidelines and they just mess. Honestly, with Joe Tessitore, Drew Brees, and Maria Taylor, call NBC College Football Primetime for the Big Ten too. That works because Drew Brees is the Big Ten quarterback from Purdue. Tessitore professional, Maria really good professional. And or what about get- Sean McDonough? Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, he, he, he the, the Michigan Michigan State game he called was amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even even Brian Greasy when I know he's making a yeah. lot of money. I know Brian Greasy's over at San Francisco coaching quarterbacks, but Brian Greasy, I know he's a Michigan guy. But Charles Woodson. Oh God, <laughs> I'm just. Kidding. Oh God, no. What about Herbs? I can see that. Urban, uh, no, Urban's more, on the show. He's on the no, show. No, he, he's more. He's more of a yeah. He's more of a pregame guy. He's not. I don't think Urban has the longevity to do the entire you know yeah, three hour uh, game. Let me see. Let me see. Think of old Ohio State player, Bobby Carpenter. Yeah. Yes, that's a great pick. Red's I mean, right in front of us too. I mean, 
I, I I do like Joe. I like Drew Brees the most. I really do. Like because he's a quarterback. He, he very, you know all Big Ten quarterback with Purdue. He's not. He didn't come from one of the big name schools. Kind of. That's why I like Joel Klatt. He came from Colorado. He didn't come from Texas or anything. That I think that's why I like Joel Klatt a lot is because he came from Colorado. Like I think Drew Brees, who came, who was a Hall of Fame NFL quarterback. I think he would be a great color color analyst for college football. But will he? But will he do college football? I think his Probably sights not. are the NFL. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think he could. He's a guy who could absolutely thrive in college football, though. Um, I think a lot of people would listen to him if he were to come back. If he were to come to college football, but it's cast like, like I always say, you know, it's officially going to be, you know, football is right around the corner when some, you know, conference changing news happens two weeks before the season. It, and it and did, and it did, it did, it did. It, it used to be the Urban Meyer thing, Urban Meyer, Zach Smith. Season gets canceled. Um, last year, what was it? The, like the Alliance or something? I don't know. Something the Alliance. Happened. Something happened. I was like, what's happening? Now this. So we're here. It's football season. But it does suck that game day will no longer be on a Big Ten camp- campus, basically. Well, Unless- yeah, I'd, I have a hot take. Um I feel like for some reason I feel like this is going to be like Lee Corso's last year at game day. Uh, I hope not. I hope not. But like I am prepared for that just mentally. Like I'm well, David Pollock's in line to take his place majority. I know. I just don't think I'm mentally prepared for that day. Is what I'm saying. Uh, I just I'll, I'll, I'll be a wreck. I'll just be glad that I don't have to see Desmond Howard. Which, by my calculations, were about maybe ten days. From him saying something stupid, it's 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 we're in the time frame. Well, he already he's, said it. What he, already, what he said? He already said that he would take. He thinks that right now Michigan's wide receiver room is better than Ohio State's. Yep, and that, that's there. We are right on cue. He said it last week, I think. Yeah, man. No, he said it two weeks ago when we had Blake on. Blake Steele on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Because remember, right. I asked if he had CTE. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the, the TV deal really—I I broke it down as a joke. I broke it down, people. Don't don't laugh at me or anything. Don't make fun of me. But I broke down the Big Ten tier on how who's going to be broadcasted where. Okay, hear me out. Do 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 do. All right, so let's break it down. <laughs> on the main Fox, NBC, CBS networks, you'll you'll only see Penn State, Michigan, USC, Nebraska in Ohio state on the main channels. Okay. Fox sports one, Fox sports two, Wisconsin. I actually put Wisconsin up in that tier one. Okay. Fox sports one, Fox sports two. You'll see UCLA, Iowa, Minnesota, Michigan state, and Maryland. CBS in and NBC network. You'll see Purdue, Northwestern, Indiana, and Illinois and BTN. You'll get Rutgers. I feel like I feel like Rockers, Purdue. I, I, I'm just Indiana, kidding, by the way. Minnesota, BTN. <laughs> They'll get three of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on honest, honestly, I, I mean, you could honestly see not many games on BTN now. 
Uh, and I think BTN would be okay with that. I mean, when a game's on BTN, I'm not going to lie. I hate it. it. It's just not it's, – the energy's not there. I mean, it, it sucks. you got Brandon Godden who sucks on Madden. Like, I wish they would get rid of him on Madden. And you have – well, this year will probably be Josh Perry, which Josh Perry's good. He's all right. Yeah, he's pretty good. It's, it's weird. What's really weird is, all right, Josh Perry's story. I, I go to the gas station right across the street when I gas it up at the Shell. Uh, and I'm pumping it, and it's like, this is Josh Perry with Cheddar News. And I'm like, why is Josh Perry on the gasoline like monitor as I'm pumping this? And he always spits out like a random fact of the day. And I'm just so like, why, why is Josh Perry on here right now? How did, how did this happen? Doing Cheddar News? Yeah, I'm like, how did this happen? This is, this is well, weird. Well, it's just but like – He's great. Yeah, it's just like Apple TV is in negotiations with big, the Big Ten. What are you going to put on Apple TV? Tennis? Soccer? Like, I mean, Apple TV could be interesting if you're a Northwestern fan. Yeah. What's, I mean, yeah. But, I mean, but we do got to start. I think next week we were talking about we got to break, like, we'll break down positions and stuff like that. And then week zero week, preview week zero, but we'll also preview the this preview the season and preview the big 10. Like we're not going to go as far as like previewing each conference, but we'll do our playoff predictions and conference we'll, champions. We'll, yeah. Cause then we'll, we'll do the, in, we're going to do the in-depth in-depth um, like, pre, like analysis, like the game week when we play, you know, like Rutgers and Maryland, like we'll, we'll go deep into them. There's no point in going semi deep into everyone kind of rushing it, but we'll just do like an overall encompassing of the conference next week. Cast um, something interesting. Uh, Eleven Warriors posted this. I love this. Uh, Ohio State listed as a double digit favorite in every yeah. major regular season game. Um, to add to that, I saw um, Ohio State. Um, they had such high odds. I think it was like minus 150 or minus 140 to make the playoff. But you could bet Ohio State plus 200 to not make the playoff. So if you want to ever hedge, um, throw what I would do as a gambling man. I think I've, I found the hack is you're going to bet Ohio. You're going to take that bet throw like 40 bucks on that one for them to not make the playoff. And then what we're going to do is just we're going to bet Ohio State heavy money line every game until Ohio State loses. And then you just stop betting. You probably would have won a bunch of bets by that point. And then if they don't make the playoff, you're hedged, but you're, that's easy profit. I'm telling you, Cass. Um, maybe I would bet heavy again in the Michigan game because you're still ahead. That's, that's how I approach it. I think that's safer than anything in the stock market um, this season. And that's, that's called diversification. It's safer than Joe Biden's son's laptop. Well, yeah. I mean, it's crazy what's going on with that. I don't um, really care, but I just had to throw that out there. As a I do. I do have the spreads though from that Eleven Warriors article. Um, Notre versus Notre Dame minus fourteen and a half. I'm taking Ohio State. Oh, any day there. Uh, Arkansas State. They did not list the spread. Toledo. They did not list the spread. That's going to be like 60 Arkansas. Something. Arkansas State will probably be a thirty point spread. Yeah, you know what? They might give us a little bit of fits. I don't know. Uh, but it's 
I mean, one year Miami was like a 60-point spread, and we easily obliterated that. Wisconsin, minus 15. We're, uh, we're at minus 15. Rutgers, they did not list it. Michigan State, minus 13, which is actually our second closest margin. It's then uh, versus Iowa, minus 20 and a half. That one might be a trap. Um, Penn State, minus 12 and a half. And then every other one is uh, Northwestern, Indiana, Maryland, they don't have them yet. They need more information, apparently. Michigan, minus 14. So it's interesting that Penn State and Michigan State are projected to be our closest games and not Michigan and uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting. I mean, I think they're still going to be double-digit no matter what against everybody. They're almost triple-digit against Arkansas State. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see. It's but there is some games where if I was in Vegas, I'm I'm taking like for instance Penn State. I would put ten bucks Penn State covered. You know what I mean? I would. I really literally would. And that's how they get you. That's how they get you because in Ohio State, Ohio State wins that one by thirty. <laughs> yeah. But that's the only. I think that's the only game right now that I think I would take the opposite team, the opponent with the spread you know what i mean i mean i I just it looks really good and i know i'm getting ahead of myself but it just looks really good when you look down the schedule and you see how big the spread is in every game well i'm feeling i'm feeling good looking at that alabama and ohio alabama and ohio state the only two teams that are double digit spreads in every game but i think that changes because i really like tennessee this year and that's my upset pick this year. If 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 Alabama goes down in the season, it's against Tennessee. That's because it's in Knoxville. That's, that's going to be because that's Ohio State's bye week. That's going to be such a great game to watch during our bye week. I'm excited. Last year was kind of fun too. Tennessee was they bought they played them tough last year, um, and then they got obviously yeah. Hennon Hooker, um, yeah. not Joe Milton, Hennon Hooker, but. Joe Milton, Joe Milton might come in. You never know. I mean, they're supposed yeah. to have a potent offense, they said. A couple articles said they're supposed to have a potent offense. Maybe Joe Milton comes in, throws a couple touchdowns, you know? Yeah. Gets the win. All right, Dan. Since you, you're a betting man, I want to play a game with you. I'm going to name some players, and I'm going to do some fun stats here, you know? Over-under. We're going to do the over-under, and it's Dan's over-under. It's kind of like degenerate T-bone on 97.1. I'm going to make, like – Dan's I got to call it something like Dan is the betting man between the two of us. Yeah. We got to do like, it's not degenerate because degenerate Dan, (laughs) Dan, Dan's not a degenerate like T-bone, but, uh, but we got to have something fun. If anybody out there wants to come in this segment, we're going to try to do it every week. I got to remind myself to do this every week where like, you know, I'll go down through it where Dan's going to do the odds for most of the games. And then he's gonna. Then I'll do fun, stupid odds like I'm about to do right now. Let's do All it. Right. C.J. Stroud. I'm projecting. Okay. Over under forty five touchdown. Over. 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 <laughs> over. Easy. Easy. It, it, like, total touchdowns, rushing and passing. Yes. Easy over. Next. <laughs> Travion Henderson. Total scrimmage yards, 2,200 yards. (sighs) 
You're talking about receiving too, by the way. Total scrimmage yards. Over. 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 <laughs> Jackson Smith and Jigman needs 1,600 yards to become the all-time. No, he needs. Yeah, 1,600 yards to become the all-time leading receiving yards in Ohio State history. Does he get it? Under. 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 He, he comes back for his senior year to get it. That's what's going to happen. He's going to be like, he's going to. If he gets 50, if they play 15 games, he has a shot. He does. Easy. But <laughs> let's hope he comes up like, like 200 yards too shy. And he's like, oh, got to come back for my senior year. Over under nine touchdown receptions by Marvin Harrison Jr. Over. You got over? over. You think he goes over that? Yes. Yeah. A lot, 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 lot of opportunities. All right. This, this has to do with um, no ruggles over under missed field goals. Three. Under, <laughs> under. He, 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 he only missed like one last year, I think. Right. That's something like that. Yeah. He, he, even if he misses two, <laughs> easy. Over under. Six sacks for Jack Sawyer. Over, over, over. The dude, the, the dude had so many sacks his first year, like, and he barely played. JTT nine under, under. Okay. Yeah, he, he will have. He will be great this year. He will have, I think, over you know double digit TFLs, but I do see him. Six, seven range in sacks. Uh, that's still a great season, and I think he's going to be super invaluable. He's gonna he's gonna play better than seven sacks, but uh, I don't I don't I don't think he's um, he hasn't refined his pass rushing just yet. I think Sawyer is a much better pass rusher. Combined interceptions between Cam Brown and Denzel Burke eight over under under under. It's because. It's gonna be, it's just tough for corner because they're 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 lockdown corners those guys, so it's gonna be I, they're on islands usually. It's sometimes they're not even throwing them that way. I feel like I don't know. I just feel like that's gonna be under. It's interceptions are so hard at the corner position. Okay, all right. Over under. You're gonna like this one. Targeting penalties by Josh Proctor. I'm gonna go with four. Under, you know. Well, I don't think he's has he ever. I don't think he's gotten ejected once for targeting. No, but he put the wood on. He's put the wood on. <laughs> he's he's due. He's 100 percent due, but he's never gotten ejected for targeting. Right. So what about I'm combined? Under. What about combined between him and Steel Chambers four? Under, under. I think it's still it's still under to be. Believe it or not, I, it, that's a lot of games, a lot of time to get ejected for targeting two games. That's like the equivalent of soccer, just getting t- two guys getting red cards. Um, I feel like it's still going to be under. I think I think two would be should be a fair line, two combined. All right. This has nothing to do with the Buckeyes, but over under starts for Isaiah Prince at left tackle for the Bengals. One. <laughs> 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 Sorry, bud. I'm gonna say over. You think somebody gets hurt? 
Yeah, so it's bro. It's Sienna. He played. He started on a Super Bowl squad last year. Um, I know. Obviously, they got you got Lyle Collins and Jonah Jackson. One of those guys is definitely going to miss a week or two. Um, <laughs> I think that's a lock, and then they're going to put Prince in over one for sure. All right, the last one. Big Cass has already bought two over under on how many jer- more jerseys he's buys this year. He's already at two. How many think? How many more do you think he buys? <laughs> Jeez, that's tough. Um, I only bought two last year. Well, let's see. We got the holidays coming up. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say over three. <laughs> I do have one in my cart, but I don't. DHK think I- owes me a refund, by the way. DHgate, I've messaged my your customer service literally for two weeks, and you're like, oh, just message the seller to refund you. And I have. I keep telling you I have the screenshot. He's not refunding me. Give me my $80, please. It's China. I mean – Oh, they're, they're, they're running me around. They're trying to make this a, a Taiwan issue, and I'm like, this is not a Taiwan issue. This is me versus my jersey issue. This is a you did not deliver my Zach Wilson to me. <laughs> Zach Milfson. <laughs> uh, anyways, that was a little fun game. We're gonna try. I'm gonna try to do that. I gotta remind myself, just like silly ones, like, um, you know. Of course, we'll. I'll pick. We're gonna do our pickums this year again. Try. I kind of like. There was a league on Yahoo Fantasy Sports where you could the college football league, where you could go in and pick. I mean, we tried to do that with play action sports tools last year. It kind of failed, but I feel like if we did I'm just it, lazy. I didn't really do the pools good enough. That was really just on me being lazy. Sorry, play action. <laughs> I mean, we might just do it on Twitter. Like, hey, you know, what do you think? Like, like the fan voting and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'd be fun. Pick the pickums are coming up week zero. We're just so close, man. So close. We are. It just feels good. It's just it's in the air. It's close. You taste it. You can. It's it's just I'm at peace right now. It's a good it's a good time to be alive. Gas, gas prices are going down. Zero percent inflation. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> <laughs> just hopefully the FBI doesn't raid yeah. our house this time. Block O inflation. <laughs> That's the goal. Block O inflation. Yeah. No no rating of the houses. I I, uh, I also can't wait to see the turf week one. Which oh yeah, the turf. Um I didn't see it at, at Buckeye Country Superfest because they literally covered every single thing up with the like they had these special covers for every single bit of the turf. It was even the stage wasn't even on it. So I can confirm Luke Holmes did not mess up the turf. Good. If not, I'd be writing a letter to his what I like about it is Travion Henderson will not trip over his own feet going for a big run. Over, under, Mayan Williams, 1,000 yards, over, under. I'm going That's under. Under? I'm going to go under as well. Just too much. I mean, with Evan Pryor and Mayan Williams, and I mean, there's gonna, they're going to have packages for Evan Pryor. You know that. I feel like mine's going to go for 
eight. Six, six, between, six, six fifty, seven hundred. Between, between six and eight. But he's going to have like 15 touchdowns. <laughs> he's going to have an absurd amount of touchdowns. I feel like Mitch Rossi is going to have like five touchdowns this year. Just from like on the goal line, just dinking it off to him. DeWan Jones, at least one touchdown. He's going to tackle eligible pass or don't screen to him. I wa- Watch it. Watch it. I'm calling it. I know I said it last show. I'm calling it. DeWan Jones. He looks good. He looks good. Weight loss. Apparently, on three is suing suing, uh, a... uh, Oh, Berm. Yeah, they're suing Berm. Uh, I read the article from Kevin, who I I get... He used to be at 11 Warriors, Kevin, and now he's at um, Awful Announcing. And it was a great article. Uh, Basically, it looks like Berm terminate with cause basically and because he has cause he's contending that he can you know start that podcast and keep writing and everything without a non-compete and a non-three guys basically saying no 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 i have to i have you know this non-compete so it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out i'm sure though berm's a smart guy and like i said uh in the chat i think berm knows and i'm just this is all speculation just i think that guy just knows that he's in the clear when he made that move. So I think it's just almost retaliatory from on three. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's ridiculous. It really is. So I, that's all I got, man. Ohio State basketball. Uh, good job, Holtman. This this is a big moment. I forgot. I, and I like to end with this. Very good. Nice job, Coach Holtman. I will I will applaud you when you do well, and I'm giving you kudos. You know, beat Egypt in uh, what was it, Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico, yeah. Uh, got 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 some big recruits. Um, I'm, I am pleased. You, I like start the season on a high note. <laughs> I like to thank Jake Diebler, who's recruiting his ass off right now. Yes, <laughs> that's what it feels like. It feels like Holman's like. I can't recruit. I'm going to let Diebler do all this, and then I'm just going to coach basketball. Well, they, had, they had Joey Lane on the Buckeye show tonight, and he was talking about how Jake, how much Jake Diebler means to the program. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, he, he's a great player and a great recruit. He's like their heart line. <laughs> he is. Uh, Joey Lane actually <laughs> tweeted out that picture of the Spider-Mans with Brian Hartline. And, uh, oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. Jake Diebler. Yeah, great minds think alike. Look at that. Yeah, that's. I mean, that has to be. That has. To, it, it. It's. It makes sense though. Uh, I'm excited. I think Middleton and Devin Royal is going to be nice. I was shocked. I was shocked. I thought he was going to Bama or Michigan State. I we really, were I really well, was. actually we were talking about because you know our Fairfield County Sports Network. We do a lot of. We've done. We did Pickerington Central State Tournament run last year. Uh, we you know we're around. We were around them so. We all sat there tonight. There, all six of us sat there tonight and said, "We swore he was going to Michigan State." All the rumors uh, yeah, were saying yeah. he was going to Michigan State. How he ended up in Columbus, we would like to thank Jake Diebler and Sonny Styles, and probably the uh, Cardale and Brian Shaw and Steve. <laughs> Cardale <laughs> Jones. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that definitely had something to do with it because Michigan State, I don't think, has anything like that. Well, Michigan I mean, State just extended Tom Izzo. For life. <laughs> Basically, he's going to be making two, $2 million extra a year. By the way, the Reds cannot win in Iowa. They lost 4-2. to two. 
literally the Cubs scored four runs in the first two innings, and the Reds can only manage to get two more. So two different games from last year, 15 to 11 between the Sox and the Yankees last year. This year it was four to two. Like if you can't hit a home run in Iowa, there's something wrong. I I I I'd like to. All right, this is. There's nothing. There's nothing. Ohio State left about this show, but we're talking about some baseball while we wrap it up. Uh, Field of dreams. Field because we we extended the zoom, so we have extra time now. So <laughs> I, we could do this. Um, <laughs> the, we could do this. We could talk a little baseball because why not? Uh, I think it's stupid. I, I I hate the field of dreams field. I think the little league field they did the one year in in Williamsport. I love that as a guy as someone who's actually played on that field. That like I went to their camp twice. Uh, I was really psyched to see them do it at Williamsport, the one game. Um, I, the Field of Dreams is dumb, in my opinion. They're not doing it next year, though. No, they. The best, the best baseball movie of all time is Mister Three Thousand, and that's all I gotta say. Stan Ross, he's the boss. It's the funniest. I will give it's you that. The, it's the best. Dude, it it the teaches you good. how to be a teammate. It teaches you. No, it's. If you don't enjoy the third, the third place Brewers clinching third place, grinding it out, and Stan Ross, you know, giving up his three thousandth hit for you know T Rex Pennebaker to come score, that is a great movie. And I, I, I don't want anyone ever say that. That is not the Sandlot is the number one baseball movie. I guess. All right. Before we end this, what's the number one football movie? replacements mine's friday night lights yeah yeah it's probably it's good too you know what you know what used to be my favorite until i figured out was that majority of the movie was kind of fake and the guy is an actual real life asshole in real life rudy yeah we can't (laughs) i actually have a signed rudy hat maybe i should burn that before the game no, just you know what you do is give it to me to take to the Notre Dame game, and I'll buy a Bud Light. Oh, Ohio State beats Notre Dame's ass. I'll give him that Rudy signed hat and a Bud Light. What? Why? Why don't we just? Why don't we just get a Notre Dame hat? Get Tennessee Jeff to sign it and say Rudy signed it. And give it to us. <laughs> Or just have the whole 199 or just find a bunch of guys that played against Notre Dame from yeah, 90 my- from 95 <laughs> to now and just we, have them sign the Notre Dame hat like here. We get Buckeye guy to sign it. We'll pay the $5 fee and then we'll just <laughs> we'll pass out and be like this was signed by uh, Monte Teo. Here you go. Or just Brady Quinn. Hey, no, 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 no. Monte- Manti Teo's girl, ex-girlfriend <laughs> signed this hat. <laughs> it just has a tag on it. It's a blood. It's an. It's, it's a brand new hat. It, yeah, and, and have a Bud Light. And have a Bud Light. I love it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's all I got, bud. That, that's all I got. That was foolish. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, it helps out the algorithm. Uh, but as always, go Bucks. Go Bucks.